The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, out on the web at linewsradio.com. Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. I'm your host, Bob Vecchio, and thanks for tuning in each and every week to hear about some unique, amazing programs that school districts are offering across Long Island and that our students are taking full advantage of. And this week in our spotlight, we'd like to welcome for the first time the Franklin Square School District. They're located up in Nassau County, and they have a very unique program that I'm excited to learn about. But first, I'd like to welcome Director of Pupil and Personnel Services for the Franklin Square School District, Dr. Taylor. Dr. Taylor, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And tell us a little bit about the Franklin Square School District, how many students in the grade levels that you support in the geographic area that you guys cover. Absolutely. Well, hello, Bob, and thank you for having us and giving us this opportunity to share. We are an elementary school district located in Franklin Square, and we have approximately 1,960 students at my last count. Um, We service students from pre-K to sixth grade, and we have an intensive support program within our school district at our John Street School. This intensive support program is an 813. That means there's no more than eight students, one teacher, and three aides. So out of a need to support and include all of our students, the Daily Living Skills Center was birthed. It is a collaboration of all of our stakeholders. We had um, feedback from teachers, related service providers, our custodians, administrators, aides, parents, students, and also our board of education alike that helped and worked together to bring this vision to fruition. And this, is it a single class or you have multiple classes with this similar track? So we have four classes that um, from, and we start at kindergarten through sixth grade. So our students are within those four classes according to their age. Excellent. And how long has this program uh, been in existence? We held our ribbon cutting ceremony this past November for the Daily Living Skills Center. And its purpose was to reach and teach basic skills specifically for our students in our intensive support program. But our plans include opportunities for all students in our district to benefit from. Great. And we want to welcome the school psychologist to the program, uh, Ms. Strunk. Ms. Strunk, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And talk to us about some of the initial goals for the program and some of the basic skills that this program in particular covers that goes a little above and beyond what was traditionally done prior to this year. Certainly. Thank you so much for having us. Um, So the development of the curriculum is currently underway and will surely continue to evolve over time. Um, As you said, many of these things have been taught to our students within their classrooms. However, the center really provides provides a dedicated and realistic environment where the students can really hone in on the daily living skills and community skills that they will need for the future. 
So the basis of the center is to allow students to identify their independence with tasks that may be enjoyable to them, which can help us identify at a young age which areas and interests students may work well with in the future. And we really you know, focus on giving the students the ability to explore in a safe, comfortable room um, where they can practice a wide range of skills. So give us examples of some of the skills uh, in particular uh, that is set up in this center. Of course. So in designing the room, we worked on five main areas. We have the bedroom, the living room, the dining room, the kitchen, and the playroom. So each area includes different skills that the students are able to practice when visiting the room. So for instance, within the kitchen, the skills might range from using small appliances, such as the air fryer and the microwave, to making a grocery list, sorting and putting away groceries, and sorting silverware. The living room and the playroom are the areas for students to practice leisure skills, such as choosing games to play, arts and crafts, using the remote to pick a show, finding exercises or relaxation videos on the TV. And the bedroom really provides the opportunities for daily living skills, such as making the bed, folding clothes, hanging clothes, um, and also general relaxation, reading a book before bed. Within the dining room, we have six place settings for the students to follow in a step-by-step -step manner. And students also have the opportunity to practice cleaning skills, such as vacuuming, sweeping, cleaning surfaces, washing dishes. So we really have a wide range of daily living and community skills for students to engage with. Sound like some of the programs that I'd like to send some of my adult children to, just to, just to reinforce the basics that you know they have seemed to lost or have lost <laughs> over the years. But uh, now, Dr. Taylor, you, you, this is a brand new program. So when you guys were setting this up and envisioning it, what were some of the district goals that you had hoped to accomplish with the setting? I mean, it sounds so unique and so great to a help build the independence of your students teach things in a safe manner as far as operation of appliances so i mean it, it just sounds phenomenal what were some of the initial goals and what has been some of the uh feedback and outcomes that you've observed so far so our goal you know we always want to support and include all of our students and we understand that you know for students it's hard to make friends and so when we were considering our ISP students and what could we do, we looked at, you know, our vision as, as a district has always been to support our students' academic needs, their social and emotional needs in an environment that will give them the skills to sustain an independent adult life to the maximum extent possible. So the goal was simple. How could we support and include them so that their, their peers would be able to be in a space where they learn about their differences, but they work on their similarities. And that would bring them together so that when they see each other in the playground or in the supermarket with their families, they'll be able to say, oh, hi to this student that is normally not in their academic program. That That is an awesome outcome. And uh, Ms. Strunk, what are some of the other benefits that you're seeing, you know, sometimes uh, confined in a classroom setting, you know, sometimes to have that additional setting and dis additional stimuli, I guess, probably helps with some classroom management issues that may have typically been seen in the past. Are you seeing any differences there? So I like to say, you know, with, with our center, the love is in the details. And really, as the room came to life, we added a 
a lot of special details where the students really feel like they're walking into a home. So as soon as you see the students um, enter the room, they really light up and are, you know, really um, astonished with what we've put together. Um, we do have the opportunity for a lot of sensory input for our students, um, which, you know, our ISP population and the general education population enjoy um, equally as much. We have different textured mats that provide sensory input. We have a jungle jumper, which is really the biggest attraction for all of the students. They could all jump all day. Um, we have a sensory board hanging on the wall, and we have a variety of fidgets and sensory objects that give the students the opportunity to explore and determine what's right for them. So that's really something that all of the students enjoy engaging in. Um, and, you know, like Dr. Taylor was saying, in terms of socialization, the Daily Living Skills Center really provides excellent opportunities for socialization. We have a getting to know you social group that runs once monthly. Um, where our ISP students meet with a small group of general education peers to engage in targeted social activities. So for instance, in December, um, we got together and we made s'mores together using the microwave. All the students sat together at the table to enjoy their s'mores. We decorated ornaments to decorate a Christmas tree and the students played a, a nice game of dreidel. Um, so socially, this really provides unending opportunities for all of the students to engage in fun activities that prov promote inclusivity. I would assume during certain times of the year, like you just described with certain holidays, this probably becomes one of the most popular spots in the building. What has been the feedback from the teachers that you've been hearing so far, Dr. Taylor? They love it. You know, one of the things, and Mrs. Strunk is a part of the team to make the um, the lessons and the curriculum. And one of the things that we decided, because we had such an overwhelming response, um, is making lessons for field trips. So not only the students in John Street School get an opportunity to experience the center, but we can have small trips during the day. So our other two school buildings are able to have a field trip and they'll have a structured lesson so that they can partake in the daily living skills. You know, we always say that life skills like preparing a simple meal, such as making a sandwich, and cleaning up after themselves, it's not easy. And many of our parents shy away or avoid giving their children these types of responsibilities, especially at a young age, because it could potentially make more work at home. So um, once students learn how to do this, they take more initiative to say, I can do it, and they know how to clean up. So it really has been a game changer in many families because they see their children taking initiative and they're more likely to say okay and allow them to do it at this young age well speaking of the families when we come back from the break we're going to be speaking with one of the families that are in this program at franklin square school district you're listening to spotlight on long island schools on 103.9 li news radio out on the web at linewsradio.com check out our facebook page spotlight on long island schools that's your place just program club or activity that your school's involved in and your school district and students may be the next one right here in our spotlight. We'll be right back after this. And we'd like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 LI News Radio and out on the web at LINewsradio.com. Spotlight on Long Island Schools brought to you by. 
the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. Continuing our conversation with the folks from the Franklin Square School District, an elementary school district located in Nassau County, beautiful area of Nassau County, and a very unique program called the Daily Living Skills Center that they have at the elementary level. And we were talking before the break about the impact and the feedback from the teachers and also from the families that are taking advantage of this program. And we're going to speak with one of those families. And I'd like to welcome the Spotlight on Long Island Schools, Miss Christine Castellano. Ms. Castellano, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And you're going to introduce your son to us, as a matter of fact. Hi. Yes. Thank you so much Hi, for having I'm us. I'm in my group. Go ahead, buddy. Hi. I'm in my group. I'm nine years old. I go to Johnson School. Let me say one more time. Hi, I'm Amanda. I am nine years old. I go to Johnson School. All right. done. All right, Andrew. Great job. Andrew is nine years old, and he goes to the John Street Elementary School, and he did a great job. Uh, loud and proud, as we would say. And Ms. Castellano, congratulations. Uh, you must be very proud of your son, and, and we're, we're glad to meet him. Talk to us about uh, your school district and, you know, what it was like for you prior to this program um, and the programs that Andrew's been in since uh, you guys have been attending Franklin Square. Sure, absolutely. I am very proud to be a member of the Franklin Square School District. I myself went through the Franklin Square School District, so when we decided to stay in town, I knew that he would be in great hands. Um, Andrew has always been in the ISP program at John Street, so we have had wonderful experiences when he entered at five years old in kindergarten. He's now in third grade. Um, and, you know, he receives his related services and just everyone is always on board working towards their individual students' goals and just really making sure that they can be successful, at, you know, as successful as they can be. But once I heard that the Daily Living Skills was going to be at John Street, I was just blown away because typically you hear of the Daily Living Skills at like a high school level. You know, right. so for it to be brought down to an elementary school level was just amazing because, you know, this just like high school students, you know, children Andrew's age and even a little younger, you know, they're learning daily living skills and, you know, chores and um, such as making the bed or setting their their um, place at the dinner table. So to have it being done in school is just wonderful, because really what I'm looking forward to most is the carryover you know, to see what they're learning in school and then what they can bring home. Some examples that I've seen from Andrew so far is um, he's tried new foods in the Daily Living, uh, the Daily Living Skills Center. Um, I think he ate some pancakes, <laughs> you know, wow. and then the teachers obviously communicate this to us so then I can bring it, you know, at home. And we've been doing great. He actually ate pears because he did it in school the other day. So it's just wonderful having that connection. Um, something else that is wonderful that has been mentioned before is like the, the play dates with the typical peers, you know, in the school, it just helps them, um, practice, of course, communication skills and, um, lets them achieve success. You know, it, it's just really been wonderful so far having them be able to have all this hands-on experience and take what they learn in the classroom and apply it. So it's been wonderful. What's been the biggest surprise for you uh, that you may not have anticipated originally when you heard about it, that 
you've seen so far with Andrew participating in this program? I mean, obviously a safe nurturing environment if he's trying other foods and and exploring and and going beyond you know what is comfortable. So what what has been your biggest like? Wow, I didn't anticipate that, and that's really cool. I think something funny you say that though because we um I have a, a story I shared with Dr. Taylor, Taylor the other day. Um during the holidays we had just a small incident during one of our dinners and actually um our smoke detector went off. You know, we had about 15 people in the house and um nobody moves, you know. <laughs> of course my husband and I were trying to ban it obviously to to shut it off and everything, but you know, no one moved, no one made any attempt um to go anywhere except for Andrew. So as this is going on and we're trying to fan it, of course, Andrew runs from my living room to my den to get his um, Crocs and his socks. And he comes to me and he says, I'm ready. And it did take me a minute to kind of catch on, but he was ready to leave the house because he heard the smoke detector. And to me, that carryover that I was mentioning was unbelievable. You know, he was generalizing a skill that he obviously was taught in school because I don't practice fire drills, you know, in the house or anything, but he does at school. So I really have to commend the teachers, you know, because they are the ones teaching them these skills and we are seeing the carryover. So I was really just amazed that he put two and two together and he was ready to, you know, get out because he felt it could be an emergency. So I was really proud of him. Potentially life-saving skills that he's Mm -hmm. being taught and just, not panicking, getting his stuff and getting ready to go. That that is that is an amazing testament right there. Right there, just sells the program as to the value benefit there, uh, along with so many other things. And now getting back to Andrew's, uh, you know, interacting with other students. What other mm-hmm. benefits have you seen from that? Like described before and now, is there like a, a greater comfort level? Uh, that you've noticed with your son or was he always outgoing like he was just a few minutes ago? Yes. No. Um, Mm -hmm. You know what the great thing is though? We don't always see how outgoing he can be. You know, um, of course he's very outgoing with my family, um, but we've attended John street activities such as um, the Halloween dance. And I could just see, I tried to take a step back and I could just see him saying hi to some students. And you know, that, that gives me great comfort. Absolutely. And, you know, we talk about the living skills that has to be taught. It's mandated at the high school level prior to students uh, leaving the public school setting. So to see it at an earlier level, I have to assume it's almost like language learning. The, the, the earlier you start to teach these things, more students are able to grasp on at an earlier age, just like teaching a, a second language to a student younger is easier than older age. If you're speaking with another parent that may be like exploring an area to come in, maybe move into Franklin Square and, and is not sure about the program, what's some of the advice you would give this parent as to why this program works and why probably it should be in more schools than just your school over there at John Street? Oh, absolutely. And I've tried to do that to some parents already, <laughs> but just how individualized the program is the ISP program, um, the nurturing environment, and then just the, um, just the daily living skills is a testament to the district. Like you said, you know, these are skills that older children usually learn, but children our age, it's just as important, just as important. Well, listen, congrats. Yeah. 
congratulations. I mean, you know, I, I loved meeting your son earlier. And, and again, he's thriving and succeeding. And that's what it's all about. And Dr. Taylor, talk to us really about the design uh, concepts that you have. Uh, paint the picture for the folks that are listening, because this is just an amazing pro- program that's just blowing me away here. Yes, gladly. So the design... It's an open, open floor plan when you walk in and, you know, some people come in, many people come in and they said, you know, you would have to pay thousands of dollars to live here in in the city. (laughs) And we always chuckle at that. But when you walk in, we have a a reef and um, a welcome mat at the door and at the door, there's a coat and, and shoe rack to put your shoes and coat. You walk into the living room, we have a sofa, a love seat, a round end table, a storage ottoman. We have a 70-inch screen smart television, and we have a console that was donated by one of our staff members. You move into the bedroom, we have a Disney-themed bedroom with a closet, a bookcase, a beanbag, stuffed animals, framed pictures, and a twin bed. We move into a folding area workspace to learn and practice folding and sorting with socks and towels. And then next we have a dining room with a dining room table that has seating for eight people with a hutch cabinet. And this was donated by one of our board members. We have our kitchen that has a sink and a full-size refrigerator. We have a microwave, an air fryer, and a hot plate for our cooking appliances. So we have ample workspace for preparing our meals. And what brings me to tears is our custodians installed real kitchen cabinets into the kitchen. So it really brings a beautiful detail when you're looking into this environment. And they also put down the flooring and painted this whole space. So it's, it's new. It's home. It's yes, home. Yes, it is. In the kitchen, we have an office area with a desk and a computer where we can look up recipes and we can also file the drawers. And the last thing is the play area. So that's, we have the jungle jumperoo and all kinds of toys. It's a wonderful space. I, I want to visit and spend some time in there. I mean, <laughs> between Miss <laughs> Castellano and you guys, you have totally sold it. And congratulations, hats off to the folks at Franklin Square for such forward thinking with the Daily Living Skills Center that they're offering their students there. I mean, just just amazing stuff. And I hope we could revisit it in the future and hear about some greater successes as you get deeper into the program. I want to thank the folks from the Franklin Square School District for sharing their story with us right here on Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 L. News Radio and heard out on the web at LINewsradio.com. Once again, check out our Facebook page, Spotlight on Long Island Schools. It's your place to suggest program, club, or activity that your school's involved in so that they could be the next one right here in our spotlight. Take care and be well. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.